All right, so optimism works. Oof, that's something. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> what can you tell us about optimism works? So through my journey at the private school, uh, one of the teachers had to leave. We don't still don't know why, whatever. The principal uh, of our school taught a class, basic psychology. And that's when I knew I'm going to be a psychologist because I thought, wow, there's a way to help people change, adapt without negative manipulation, right? And I learned all these behavioral tricks and stuff like that. But when that summer, I told my dad, I do not want to work for LA Pleading and Embroidery Companies, right? So the mantra is education, education, education. So I had to read three books in two weekends, how to win friends and influence people, <laughs> learned optimism by Leonard Seligman. Wow. And um, I'll remember the other kind of self-help. Right. Oh, um, the guru of positive psychology, I'm forgetting his name. Uh, but that book. And so what happened was I read those three books and told my dad, I want to be a psychologist. And I went straight through uh, high school, undergrad, grad school and positive outlook without pablum. It's not wake up in the morning and say, I'm great. I'm going to make it. I'm going to be good. And then you're not impacted by negativity all around you or a terrible boss or a tough relationship. Yet, integrating positive outlook with specific habits, that's what builds, it's literally resilience. Now, yeah. we all get off track, right? Right. Uh, I'll never forget what got me through grad school was, I thought there, you know, everybody said you have to write a 400 page dissertation. The longest term paper I ever wrote in college was 20 pages. And I thought, I learned Tell them what you're going to tell them, tell them and get out. Where am I going to get 400 pages? <laughs> I went to this weekend training called Firewalk With Me. Oh, yeah. It's Tony Robbins back in the summer of 84. And I'm like, oh, my God. This is amazing. Now, what happened was I'm sitting in the front. And so the second night you walk across hot coals and Tony's looking for volunteers. And he looked down at me and said, how about you, Brian? I said, sure. And I went up on stage and I, I whispered off microphone. I said, you know, should the mentor walk the mentee? So he walked across with me and oh. he said, you know, the price of this. And I said, well, I paid for this already. And he said, right. no, you're going to walk 40 people across. And I did. And the whole point oh, of all beautiful. of that training, is, it, it was amazing. Yeah. You can overcome obstacles. And you can do it together. That's when I knew I could get through grad school. I and I could that. do the dissertation. And um, my first year professor for stats said, um, you know, with what you want to do and you want to be a seminar leader, or you want to do this or that, you can spend eight years in grad school, <clears throat> pardon me, trying to do the dissertation or yeah. pick something simple, get your dissertation done and get out at four years and go run your life. Nice. And that's what I did. So that's um, so cool. I love that. I've, I'm always, my my 
current wife who I love the most is, you know, I'm pie in the sky and everything's positive and she's the not a doggy downer, but she's the logic counterbalance. To yeah. She uh, is great at that. So Good, that's helpful too. Absolutely. Yeah. And then positive outlook, right? Oh my gosh. When, when we are being optimistic, when we are overcoming and, and resilient, we have a more positive outlook. Was there a time in your life where, um, you know, you just kind of had that switch into positive outlook or how, how does that what's coming up for you, I, you think of that if when i think of myself i you know if you look at personality styles and behavior styles i've always believed optimism positive and happy uh as a yeah. kid it could be happy go lucky and then i've learned over time certainly lots of mistakes and uh lots of uh crashes and burns yeah lots of human human overcome that yeah (laughs) right through it's easier to overcome that if you believe um it's going to work out and and, you know you just reminded me classic cartoon some people will remember this from growing up but you can google louis the lion and hardy har har and louis always wanted to escape the zoo and go on an adventure and hardy har har the hyena would come after him and the irony is uh, uh hardy har har was oh dear oh my i just know it's not gonna work out donkey from winnie the pooh (laughs) yeah that's how you land in potholes and don't get out if you put together positive outlook with some planning yeah with some measurable goals and you just keep moving stuff will happen naturally and then of course if you can get help from others why not yeah, it's about holding space for the positive and yet letting go of the outcome and staying positive no matter what the outcome is. And then, you know, of course, correct or whatever the word would be and, and pivot. And yeah, I love it. Okay, so planning and procrastination. What comes up for you there? I have become an expert in procrastination and <laughs> wow, good, huh? <laughs> does that put not potholes but giant boulders in front of you and so over time i've learned um you get up in the morning do the stuff you don't want first right and when you go to the workplace do the hardest turn off work project first yeah then you spend the rest of the day doing what you need and enjoy and, um, yeah, <laughs> yeah the rest of the day is going to be fun that's a nice carrot <laughs> perfectly perfectly set uh, and i'm a big believer in planning so whatever works for you apps for me i have to have it written down there's a difference neurologically when you write it rather than when you type it so you write yes. it put it on your desk your refrigerator your bedpost and you get it done you make it happen it just start one step at a time and it and it it releases so much negativity when you do that you know it could be from taxes to whatever but to bring it back to food when i called my wife after that doctor's appointment uh you know i was working five hours away from home uh wasn't knocking on the door she was pounding on the door (laughs) 
I hadn't gotten her a key to the place yet. And uh, <laughs> uh, she came in, put her luggage down, pet our dog. And she said, let's go in the kitchen. She already had four trash bags. We threw away every carb in the house. Yeah, right. She took it home with her. Um, but she said, you're not getting a chance to veer off. We're going to the market. We're wow. going to follow this plan. You're going to be mm -hmm. on vegetables. And so if she wouldn't have come that weekend, yeah, the scariness wears off when you're not working. So I was like, I was working 410. So Friday, Saturday, Sunday off by Sunday morning. Yeah, I can overcome this. And it did scare the heck out of me. Yeah. And Is this your second marriage you're talking about? Yes. Okay. And so and she, her background's teacher, right? So yes, yeah, she's a school she counselor. She was on it. <laughs> she was on it. Yeah, and you're very sequential. <laughs> fabulous. And so I lost 70 on my own, 70 pounds. I had my A1C from I don't know what it was, seven, whatever, to probably six, five point eight. And then when I woke up from the surgery. You know, you ask the surgeon, you know, should I still take this meds? He said, call your regular doctor, but you should stop taking the um, metformin right now. Stop taking your blood pressure and then go see him in three weeks. And now you get dizzy, you have trouble seeing, you know, any of those symptoms, go see him immediately. But he said, that's why this surgery works. It, it's almost instant change that way. Oh. And so I haven't been on meds since. So. Um, I think, I don't think, I believe <laughs> you can help people break that procrastination cycle. Yeah. And when you plan and just follow the steps, it, it just normally naturally releases negativity. Now you pair that with learning how to have a more positive outlook yeah. And implementing steps to make that positivism, positivism work, mm -hmm. then you can keep moving forward. And it's literally just one step at a time. And right. As your outlook changes, again, not pablum, you have to take action. Mm -hmm. Your whole outlook, your whole body, your whole being feels different, better. And I know this to my core you attract what you think about. So if you're yeah, you around negative people and yeah. you're thinking negative, you're going to yeah. have a party like that. And if yeah. you find others and when I say like-minded, I don't mean everybody has to agree and have the same viewpoint as you, but right. when you're around people who are positive, it's a huge difference. Yeah, it is. Absolutely. I love it. All right. So optimism works and it releases negativity. We've touched on it quite a bit. What else comes up for you when you think about even just releasing negativity? Well, let's look at it in two ways. So okay. confidence. Yeah. You release negativity. If you do nothing else, confidence is going to go up a little. Mm -hmm. You pair it with the other things we just talked about, it's going to keep going up, right? Right. So release negativity next part look i was furious when i got divorced i'm a psychologist i shouldn't be i should know relationships that you know stuff happens 
Yeah. Uh, give my older brother credit. He flew in for a vacation, um, stopped and met me and my wife. I mean, he knew me, obviously. But, you know, after the weekend, he called me going to the airport. I was going to work and he he said, you don't have to prove anything as a psychologist. You're terribly unhappy. Get out of your marriage. And so I did. What great advice. Yay, brother. <laughs> that weight got lifted. Now, yeah. I became an expert on the road. I don't like me. I like doing these seminars. I want to do it on my own. Why don't I go reward myself for a great day instead of going in the hotel and having something healthy? I'll have chicken fettuccine Alfredo and wash it down with a cannoli and a cup of wine. And my negativity or poor confidence or poor self-esteem is emotional eating. Yeah. It's easy. It's fun. The negativity goes away until you wake up the next morning or at three in the morning, bloated yeah. and whatever. It's so an addiction. Yeah. It is. And with releasing that negativity, you're freed up to do what you want in terms of moving forward for yourself or your right. family and your friends. And and it it happens kind of automatically. And then we all need guidance. I mean, I hired a coach. I went back into therapy. And when I say be around positive people, you know, the uh, meetup groups on the internet, uh, environment, you know, whatever your, your hobby is. And so little things, I get stressed out. I watch a scene of Lord of the Rings or Star Trek or whatever. I don't spend two hours during a day where I know I need to get stuff done. Yeah. Five minute clip, music, comedy bit. And so I would encourage everybody listening to this. If you can memorize a couple of comedy bits, you like a couple songs you like uh nice. movie scene you can go to so like i'll never forget when uh an inmate was trying to intimidate me and i just burst out laughing and he says are you trying to you know make fun of me or whatever i said no no no. i apologize let me tell you why i'm laughing i said you're angry because of your situation nice. i said and you're trying to make me feel bad about your situation and I do, a little bit, part of me does, but I'm not responsible for you. And you've got to know three things. I have 5,000 years of Jewish guilt coursing through my DNA on top of my mom. You can't make me feel guilty. Only she can. Oh my God, Next, that's so funny. <laughs> you're in your situation and I'm here to help you cope and try to make your situation better. Try nice. not pressure me and I said I was laughing because to help me cope with stress because you are stressing me out and just remember between you and me there's an officer standing right out the door so all I have to do is go like this and yeah right <laughs> and um I said I just remembered a classic movie line from a western I love and he says what was it Silverado with uh, Kevin Klein and Danny Glover and all these character actors and Danny Glover pops up from a rock to save one of the good guys from the bad guys trying to kill him. And he shoots one guy in the hand. He says, I don't want to kill you and you don't want to be dead. And oh. that's the thought that popped into my head while you were yelling at me. And he laughed. Oh, now good. I had more with him and I kind of knew that. And my point is, if you can cycle through positive, quick things just like that, it relieves that tension. And mm -hmm. that's one way to break the negativity cycle another way to stop 
eating emotionally because if I get upset, the first thing I recommend is have a drink of water. Yeah, for sure. I'm doing that now because not because I'm upset, but because <laughs> <laughs> it's water. just a good idea. So. <laughs> <laughs> right about now, <laughs> I love it. Oh, thank you. That was such a powerful story. On top of it, this is great. Thanks. All right, thank you so much, Brian. Appreciate you. Same here.